Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. And Joe hates when people say, Satan, as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. Hi, Jake. And also with me is my lovely wife, Lisa. Hi, Joe. From upstairs. So uh, we're going to get right into it this week. I got a topic. And the topic is one we actually haven't talked about in a while. Uh, not since episode 20, actually. And our repeat of episode 20 for when the guy totally wrecked my basement. But uh, this one, our this topic is work. And what do you hate about work? Ah, uh, Yes. Now, there's a disclaimer that must go along with this. That's correct. We all have these disclaimers right now, don't we? Yes. That we love our current jobs. I that do. That is correct. I yeah. absolutely do. We, we are very happy with where we are, but that doesn't mean we weren't at some point in time not happy with our previous positions. Yeah, well, I, I don't even know that it's necessarily about the job itself, but things related to the job. Little right. things no. that, that are very general Things that happen at work and suck. And some of these things have happened at my current job, and they still I still hate when they happen. Right. But but you don't. It's not that you don't enjoy your. your it's not that I don't enjoy my job. And it's you, that you appreciate your employer giving you that employment. Correct. I'm I'm happy to have that. And the very first thing I'm going to put on my list is uh, when you go to grab a chair, like like an office chair. Yeah, rolly chair. Rolly chair, right? But you've got like you've got to move it around. You can't just roll it. You yeah. can't just push it. So you go to pick it up. And the bottom falls off. Yeah, they just, some of them just they just sit in that little. <laughs> just Why would you pick them up? Because you can't you can't always roll it down there. Like you've got a little like lip if of it's carpeted. Yeah, or something. you've got to get over the lip of carpet. You know, you've got to pick it up one step. Why is it moving? To get because you're moving it to to have a meeting. So you're already. It, <laughs> that's generally why these things happen. You're already put, pressed for time, right? And then you go to pick up this chair and. Now you've got a catastrophe on your hands, a small-scale catastrophe, because you've got this chair in your hands that you cannot put down because you know the part of the of the chair that's going to touch the ground first is covered in grease. You know what would make you extremely mm. – everybody would be very envious of you? What's that? Take a zero-gravity chair into your meeting. <laughs> Zero. Like a lawn, reclining lawn chair. That's right. At least it wouldn't fall apart going down the hallway. Oh, I brought my own chair today. Those right. are a bit of a pain in the butt to move around, though. They, yeah, they're they are. They're great to sit in, but when you're actually... Oh, it's like, setting oh, them up is, is miserable, too. Because they're just too big in any direction to tuck under your arms right. or anything like that. Like It's it's just a pain in the butt moving them. <laughs> but when you get them to where you want them to be, they're pretty nice. That's true. But when, 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 once this thing splits in half, you know there's no way you're getting that thing back together because first the first thing that happens is the feet move. You know, yeah, the, they the, roll away from you. It yeah. rolls away from you. Now you're standing there holding this thing. You can't put it down because, like I said, it's greasy. You have, to find the, uh, you have to find where the post goes into the hole on, on, the, on the socket. Then you have to get it exactly right because it's such a tight fit, right? Yeah. So you, you can't put it in at any angle. It has to be at an exact 90-degree angle to gravity. And 
doink, go, and it goes, but it never goes back together well. Leave so, you sitting out there in the hallway looking like a complete and total idiot. So, Joe, what about just, you know, you're like, oh, you can't set it down. What about just taking it and laying it essentially face down? Right. That's usually what I wind up the doing. Only, the only way you can actually put it and down. And then I pick the wheels up and put the wheels on the base of it. And that's, yeah. that's how and you have to do it. And carry it around like that. I, I don't carry it around. I just go, this this chair needs to be disposed of. Get me a chair that doesn't fall apart when I pick well, it up. Well, some of them just... They're I, just I, designed to be that way. Yeah, they just sit there because they're like, well, why does that need to be fastened? You're going to be sitting in it. Yeah, it needs to be fastened because one day you're going to pick up a chair. Nope. That's what's going to happen. Never. It Never. I've had this happen never. to me at least three or four times nope. on the job. You don't, never, you don't a even chair. need to move it. <laughs> you know how to... Get, you could just glue it. <sighs> yeah. While we're on the subject of these chairs, you know, these, I want this chair to turn around. These chairs have this thing here where you can whoop, go way down here. Yeah. And you can kind of stand up and go all the way up here. Right. So the. Um, Thanks for the visual demonstration <laughs> on, on an audio podcast, Joe. Right. Thank you very much. There's no words. This is quality. But I hate when right I go here. into a meeting and there's a bunch of chairs there and I, I pick my chair and I sit down. And the last person to sit in that chair had it all the way down. To the lowest setting it had, right? Little and, munchkins are having a meeting. Right, exactly. Now I'm sitting in the chair with my knees in my chest, right? Because this chair is so low to the ground. And now I have you to stand back. You didn't see that, though? Maybe. It was a meeting of the munchkins. They were all like that. No, because The you, elves it, were coming in. They were having their discussions about the upcoming fourth quarter losses they're going to have because now it's not Christmas anymore. Right. Does nobody read the emails I send out? <laughs> This is why we have to have meetings. That's that's that is exactly why we have to have meetings, Jake, so we can talk to the elves. I think Jake might be crazy. That's <laughs> He still believes in Santa, honey. Okay. What do you mean still? <laughs> Never mind, he's fine. He's here's, in the North Pole making a present. Here's another thing I hate. Dried up whiteboard markers. Oh. That's a sin. They go flying across the room. You know the it is. you know that meme where Peter Griffin from Family Guy is talking to God in the elevator. No, and he's he's like, do do all these people go to hell? And they're like, you know, like atheists or something. And, he, and God's like, no, no, they don't go to hell. And then Peter's like, what about whatever? And then insert your hated right. person. That, that, what about people that leave dry erase markers <laughs> on the on the whiteboard? Oh yeah, straight to hell, like the boiler room of hell. <laughs> No, not not the dry erase markers on the whiteboard. I don't mind that, but the 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 dead the, ones, the ones that don't yeah, write the, anymore. Yeah, that's what I mean. The dead, oh, okay. the dead yeah. dry erase markers. Yeah, I know. I can't be the only person at any office, and this is not just at my current. Actually, it doesn't happen much in my current office because I have control over all the whiteboard markers in my office. But you know, I used <laughs> that to, must make you so happy. It does. It really, really <laughs> does because I'll be sitting there writing, and I had a, I had somebody in my office a couple of weeks ago. And he was writing on the board, and the pen started to go dry. And he put a cap on it. He put it down. I said, put that right in the trash. It's you. <laughs> this is your fault. I just told him, put that I right in the trash. You. When I was in a class uh, in college. Right. It, it was basically, just, it was kind of like a like an after. It, it was kind of like a, it was a voluntary thing. So it wasn't for credit. It was because, hey, you like to do you like to learn about math and everything, right? Right. So we'd go to this this meeting room, and there's all these whiteboards everywhere, and all the markers would be dead. Right. I ended up having to throw all these markers away. Like, I would go to write on the board. Nope, that's dead. Throw that one away. Grab the next one. Nope, that one's dead. Throw that one away. 
Right. It's an, it was amazing. Like this is the room where all the dry erase markers went to die. When I use a I was, sharpie. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> no. no. Come on. Because we'd have to come back to this room, right. to, to use it again, and then you'll never be able to use the whiteboard again. There's cameras. I like whiteboard yeah. walls. Oh yeah, we had that. That at, is uh, awesome. One of my one of my until you realize that it's not the wall. Well, oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you're writing on actual drywall. That happened at my current office. They put all these whiteboard walls around in this new building. Yeah. And uh, one day I walked down on the second floor and there's just this big red smear on the wall. And I'm like, that's not a whiteboard wall. <laughs> and uh, they didn't even bother painting it over. What they did was very smart. They just made it into a whiteboard wall. <laughs> they just covered it up with the, the whatever wallpaper, whatever they used. <laughs> Problem solved. We should make this a whiteboard wall, apparently. And they sure did. <laughs> Correct to the problem. That is good. I like that. Now, uh, when I was getting my uh, my uh, I, when I was getting my first degree, there was no such thing as whiteboards. That's how yeah, it was I all am. chalkboards. Yeah, it was all chalkboards. But now, uh, when I got my second my second bachelor's, I would watch as teachers in frustration would go through every single marker on in front of in front of the whiteboard, and it, they would all be dry. Throw them. And, yeah. and I had that's. My it was my C plus plus teacher. He just started throwing them away. He was furious. I would do that too. I'd have my own stash. I would too. Yeah, that's, and eventually that's what everybody. And you does. store markers. You don't store them laying flat. You store them upside down. You store them. You store on them the right side up. Yeah. So with so the bottom, the unless it's dual, dual 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 ended ended. At that point, you lay them on their sides. Yeah. Learned that from a stamping class. Ah, interesting. See? I didn't even think of that. Yes, because the ink then is distributed evenly. And finally, and this this has happened to me at just about every job I've had, and it's not nothing to do with the employer. It's all with me, but I hate it. I hate workmares. You know what a workmare is? Yeah, like a nightmare about work. Yeah, yeah, I hate those. You showed up to a meeting and you're not wearing any clothes. I've never had those. Oh, it's not. It's not. Uh, I haven't had that one. That was just something people. That's a very Freudian one. Everyone will get I, that. I actually got started getting these in high school. When I was working, yeah. when I was working on uh, in in the theater department, and we had a uh, <laughs> oh that explains a lot right. We had a, a show that had like 150 lighting cues in a show that was less than two hours, and I was working on the lighting board. Mm. I was telling somebody about this recently. I don't know. It was somebody at our house the other night. But that this getting that down and getting that correct was so difficult and stressful. Yeah. For like a seventeen-year-old kid to do, oh yeah, that I actually remember waking up, yelling, you know, did I miss the cue or something like that? And yeah. I've had these at every job I've been at since. Huh. So it it's 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 something that happens to me all the time. Apparently, I, I like the last it, one I it had. Seems like you give a darn about what you do. Well, I think it is. Yeah, I think yeah. that's exactly what it is. But the last one I had was I woke up at five o'clock in the morning, convinced that I had a presentation that afternoon that I had completely forgotten about. Hmm. Convinced of it, like to the point where I'm like, still, I'm awake and conscious, and I'm going, oh my god, I got to get this presentation together. I have no idea. I've got to deliver this at two o'clock, and then start. I start to realize. Was that a dream? Was yeah. that? And then hmm. I, 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 I check my schedule and there's nothing on my schedule. I get my phone out, look at my calendar, and there's nothing on it. Have you ever done that on a Saturday? Or yes. Sunday? I've had Where you'll get up and you're like, <laughs> right. oh my God, I'm going to be late for work. And yes. You, you hot. I, when I worked at UPS and I was I had to get up very early in the morning, 
That happened to me a couple times where it was like a Sunday and I didn't have to work. Right. And I'd wake up and it's like five o'clock in the morning and that's way late. Right. And if I showed up then, I'd be fired. <laughs> you know? So that was, I, I would look at that. I'd look at the clock and be like, oh my God, I'm going to be late. And then I'd get up and like run into the shower and then I go, wait a minute. <laughs> Hey, Sunday. I have I have done that. I I've, I've done that at my current job. Uh, as recently as a couple weeks ago, I woke up on a Saturday going, Ah, it's nine o'clock. I I'm supposed to be at work now. I totally have not done any of these things. Am I just that together? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I really haven't. Don't, hang on, you're gonna hurt yourself patting yourself on the back. No, I got hard. both my hands going. It's all good. <laughs> I'm not no, I've never had nightmares about work. I just, really? I just do the absolute Maybe best if... I can. If I, if I make a mistake, then I try to correct it and I move on. Well, I said to Joe, he has them because he cares about his job. It sounds like you don't care about your job, <laughs> right? You can't. She cares about her job. That's clear. That's not but, what her dreams are telling me. You know what? I think it is. I think it's. I'm I think it's, it's, she's actually, she's actually very confident. Overly confident. <laughs> well, I work with with uh, I work with good people and for good people, and I realize if I do make a mistake, that it's not that it's, it's not, not the, the end, end of the world. world. My, I, I mean, uh, my job is important. You know, and maybe that's but it's not maybe the that's end where of this the all world. this all started because all the way back when I was talking about that story with the with the theater, those people acted like every mistake I made was the end of the world. Which give yeah. which was very which was stressful. high school theater the biggest BS. Uh, yeah thing that you could well, you could you could put pressure on somebody for and and no it wasn't all that but you know it, it maybe maybe this is because joe and i are perfectionists <laughs> and uh well, we well jake every day i leave I've, work i go through everything to make sure that i have everything in order yeah that i have paid every bill that i need to right and i and i double check myself a lot but you know. I was kidding. I know you were. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. But I, I've had nightmares about other things recently. Like our house. <laughs> we're going to have another episode of Home Ownership coming up real soon. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can talk about it. I'm not ready. I need more time. Our sponsor this week is Podcoin. Do you enjoy things Joe hates? What about dudes with brews on a porch? Hmm? Well, the Podcoin app lets you listen to this podcast, Dudes with Brews, and every podcast. It's the podcast player that pays. Just get the Podcoin app on iPhone and Android. It's free and easy to use. Listening to podcasts on Podcoin, you will earn points called Podcoins. You can then use these Podcoins to claim a gift card from like Amazon or Starbucks, or you can donate to charity. Podcoin will pay you to listen to podcasts. I use the Podcoin app to do my podcast listening now. So go get the Podcoin app and use the invite code Joe Hates or heck, use Drew's invite code Dude Brews. Either way, you'll get 300 points just for signing up and using that code. That's 300 points just for signing up and using the code Joe Hates or Drew's code Dude Brews. And now it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show, a part of the show we like to call Joe Rates Your Hate. That's right. He yep. certainly does. <laughs> So the first one we have here is from H.A. Simpson, ah, and she hates that retirement seems like it's 75 years away. But uh, in addition to that, though, Wayne says he hates the wait for retirement, only two and a half years to go. That's right. <laughs> it's a lot longer than that for me. 
lot longer. Yeah, by by a lot. By like twenty years. I got like twenty years left before I can retire. Before well, it's I want to retire. Because you choose. Yeah, I think. That's I don't before know if you I ever will. I mean, I don't. Oh no, I will never truly retire. I will never stop working. It's not. Who, yeah, it's, you, and, you unless enjoy something it. debilitates me. Um, I won't, I won't stop working. I'll find something else to do. Um, my Teaching. grandfather was like that. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'd like to teach is what I'd like to do. Uh, but by that time, who knows, you know, maybe I'll just be so sick of hey, young kids. I won't want anything to do with them. Um, <laughs> you'll be standing up there. You know what I hate about kids these days? <laughs> right. Man, I listen. thought the millennials were bad. You kids are the worst. <laughs> they don't go to Podcoin and sign up to listen to podcasts. <laughs> right. Oh, man. I mean, I don't know if I hate this. I don't know that I hate that, that retirement is so far away. I enjoy what I do. I enjoy, yeah. you know, I enjoy having a job. I enjoy going to work. I, uh, I guess if you just don't like working. Yeah, if I don't much, like working. Like if, you, like if you're in a dead-end job or you're in a job you just don't like, then yeah. Yeah, you're just waiting for you're retirement. Looking forward yeah. to retirement. Yeah, I can understand. I can certainly empathize, but I don't hate this. What's next? Greg from Facebook hates red tape. Ugh. Now, this I do hate. The bureaucracy of work. Right. The, uh, bureaucracy of work when it's unnecessary. Oh, right? yeah. But when it's necessary, I understand it. Right. Right. Um, like one of the one of the things that, that people used to hate when I was doing software development would be code reviews. Now, that's necessary. Yeah, they are. Right. Yeah, they suck. Everyone hates them. Yeah, they take forever. And they take forever, but they're necessary. That's right. not just red tape. That's not... Work well, for the sake of work. Yeah, I mean, I guess we've gotten similar things to this where people are like, "Oh, you know, this email, this this could have been this meeting could have been taken care of with an email." Yeah, uh, that kind of thing, that yeah. kind of red tape, I guess, or you like paperwork for stuff. Yeah. Oh, anytime I have to file for expenses, that's never been a good experience at any right. employer, and it's, it's necessary, and it's necessary, but it doesn't mean it's enjoyable right no Ugh. i love working for a small family-owned company this is oh, great yeah. right you don't a have to do any traveling it's a lot less of that i'm the one holding things up <laughs> right you're the one that's like no 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 my red tape <laughs> right what are you talking about <laughs> your red tape has a purpose what's next sue from facebook hates going to work duh i went to spend my life under a palm tree napping well, Sue, if you could uh, move down to Florida and be homeless, I'm sure that you could have that for you. You mean homeless? She lives under the palm tree. Right. Well, okay. That is her home. Well, so, okay. Technically, you, may, you might not be homeless. palm tree tree house. Palm there tree house. But it's just a palm tree. That's all it is. Yeah. Maybe it's a group of palm trees. The next thing we hate here is from Nancy. Nancy. From Facebook. Yep. She hates number one. Oh, she's got a list. Yes, she does. Meetings unnecessarily scheduled during the lunch hour. Ugh. That's not right. That sounds awful. It is awful. I just bring my lunch. Set out a candles. Like, <laughs> bring a picnic That's a great lunch. idea. <laughs> Get the candles going. Yeah, right. <laughs> tuck your... Tuck your, tuck your napkin into your shirt. Bring a small grill. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, Fire up the botch. The second thing here is uh, people who leave their lunch in the fridge until it becomes a science experiment 
and someone has to sniff through all of the lunches to find the one that is foul. <laughs> I'm sorry, Edna. That has happened to me just this past ah, week. I forgot the, the egg salad. No, it oh, egg salad. Oh, you didn't say it was egg salad. I did. Salad. It was oh, awful. Gross. And Edna was my hero. And I came into the office because I'm usually woman. off on Fridays. So <laughs> I forgot it. And she was cleaning out the refrigerator on Friday. And I come to this beautiful container all nice and clean on my desk. I was like, going, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> That oh no, Edna! Thank you so stomach. much. I'm so sorry. So not only no she cleaned it out for you and put it on your desk. She cleaned it. It was beautiful. Well, that's Did she shiny. take herself to the hospital afterwards? That's egg salad. She right. said, "Lisa, you could have given enough penicillin right to, to everybody in the whole office." <laughs> Yikes! So anyhow, thank you, Edna. Because I'm sure she listens to the podcast. Uh, I don't think she does. That's. But if Edna, she does, if you do, we are so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> The last thing she hates here is people who leave their empty sugar packets in with the rest of the sugar. Throw your trash away. This is what b- kind of a monster does that? Yeah, I, I mean, why you have to go through effort? Those things will not go back in. Yeah, they'll just there's they'll nothing fold in them. They have over. No structure anymore. Right. You know what I find funny is that is the half used that sugar packet that they just folded it over to save the sugar right like somebody <laughs> else is going to use an open sugar packet in the darn yeah. sugar thing like the actual container yeah. yeah in the sugar i've seen that before yeah. i've seen what? that in a restaurant yeah i a, only need half the, somebody might want to use the other half right no you know what i'm thinking that's walter white's ricin right there that's what i think <gasps> it is joe i'm that's, not using that that's ridiculous yeah for, yeah who's gonna use that nobody nobody Who should does? use it you don't know what that you know is. What, you know what that is? This is this is what happens while they do that. I'm helping. Right, exactly. <laughs> no. <laughs> They're helping. You're not helping. You're not helping. Throw the sugar away. Just, it's like not even a tenth of a cent of sugar you're It's saving. not worth it. It is not worth oh. it. Nancy, no. you're 100% correct on all this Jeez. stuff. Yes, that hurt, Nance. Like, I, I have never encountered that, and I cannot possibly imagine why you would ever do that. I, Being, I, You have to be so lazy. Yeah, I, I I can't. I don't know why anybody would do that at all. Yeah, this just half a sugar hell, packet. Leave them out. That's oh, oh, better. The, the empty ones. Yeah, leave, yeah, them, leave out. them out on the table. That's that, better. Yeah, I agree. Oh, good lord. Maybe we should have made this rant of the week. Maybe because it's pretty good. <laughs> that that's caught like that hurts. Physically, yeah, it, it really makes the hair on the back of my neck stand. I've noticed how you guys are just totally beside Darn. yourselves. I'm sitting back here going, this should ah, be on tape. We should really have hurts. a video to this. So the next thing we have here is from Josh on Facebook. He hates having to clean the messes of people only slightly younger than him and the fact that he is required to do that to get a degree. Huh. I hate that while a degree is important to have, especially in certain fields, experience doing the actual job itself is now seemingly valued less than only having a degree in it that and working two jobs at once for 60 to 70 hours a week yeah yeah that'll suck yeah that does suck i've had to do that too all right so yeah josh i understand what you're talking about but the good news is that you are working while you're getting your degree uh so that's actually going to equip you with something that that a lot of other graduates are not going to have and that is experience right because i see in my field a lot of times companies who are looking for uh entry-level positions with three to five years of experience yeah because the the hr ninnies at these companies don't understand that that's not an entry-level position 
Right. And it is a, it is a, to, a by definition you have zero experience exactly. at an entry level position. And this is an industry wide problem. And that's it not is, just industry wide. That is exactly, you're that right. Is it's workforce wide. wide. It's workforce wide. That HR the people, entire country. they will go. They will. They will take a look at uh, some a hiring manager's requisition, and they will arbitrarily put a, a requirement for three to five years of experience on every single entry level position because right. they think they can get it. And in fields where the market is tight, they can't get it. Right. Well, it, I have a question. I mean, just to play devil's advocate. Sure. You think they're referring to an internship? You think? I, I don't know what they're referring to. I mean, that's the only thing I could think of. I mean, you have a degree. Three to five years. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, three to five years. I would I've seen one year. I've maybe? seen entry level positions that uh, in in uh, and and Jack Recider from Darknet Diaries posts about this on Twitter all the time. Yeah. But entry level positions for security people, right? Yeah. Cybersecurity people with five years of experience, and they want to pay you like fifty grand a year, and you have to have a CISSP. You are never filling that position. Yeah. Never. Because anybody with a CISSP and more than five years of experience is not making $50,000. Right. You're no. pricing yourself you're, out of the market. You're, you're, you're anyone with that never going to fill it. Right. Anyone with, with a degree and five years of experience is going to say, no, I'm not going to take the no. level position. Well, I'm going to go somewhere else. Right. I'm going to go down the street where they're paying me $100,000. Yeah. Right. Six digits. Yeah, exactly. Six digits. Exactly. Around so, around this area, it's easy to get that. If you have a CISSP, and almost yeah. anything, and and any degree, you can make six figures around here. And the point, yeah. So I guess maybe it's the HR people, but I do see that around all kinds of stuff. It's right. It's not just it's not just tech things. It's all kinds of. You're, stuff. You're right. It's not just tech things, but in tech, those jobs go unfulfilled. Correct. The problem is. That in non-technical positions they get filled if, because the market's flooded. Because with labor. the market's flooded with labor there. So, Josh, you're going to do better in that market when it comes up. You're going to be. You're yeah. going to have more opportunities right. available more to you. Experience. That is true. And you will have a step ahead because yeah. Of that. And this is tough, man. This is tough. It's I've I've been through the situation where I'm working a full-time job and getting a degree, and then. Uh, and and have a, have a family at home. Yeah, it's tough to turn hey, your life around. Working that way. at all and going to school at the same yeah. time, even if it's not full time. Yeah, you're work hard. you're working and going to school right yeah. now. Thankfully, it's not full time. Right, but the I mean, school yeah. is full time. You're going to school full time. Right. Yes. You're, yes. you're a full time student. Yes, but it's not full time work at least. No, but you, but you can't be. I mean. You could, what, but what Josh could is also, doing is full time work and full time school. He, well, yeah. Well, he's he's not there yet, but he's gonna be. Right. He's gonna be soon. Oh, it's tough. It's tough, but stick to it, Josh. You're going to make it. It's going to be fine. Yeah. The light is at the other end of the tunnel. You yep. Put your I time in you. now, and then five years from now, when you're all done, and and you can look back and go, huh, remember when I used to do that? Those were the those were the days. Now right. I work forty hours a week, and as soon as it's forty hours, I'm done. I go home, and I can pay all the bills. And I don't know that you want to think of it that way, though. <laughs> but I mean, you're probably right. going to still wind up working more than forty hours a week, but you won't be working. Well, but you'll be getting paid a, a lot better. Than you'll get be getting paid substantially you better. You're not working sixty to seventy hours. Right. A week yeah. Like and doing. you won't also have school anymore. Correct. So, yeah, that'll that'll it'll, it'll all work out. And lastly, here we have the rant of the week, and it goes to a first time hater, Brittany from Facebook. All right, Brittany. She hates unnecessary micromanagement. <sighs> you hired me to do this job. I went through two full weeks of training to do this job. This job is not rocket science. I have proven to be accurate and efficient at this job. Leave me alone. Yes. I cannot stand micromanagement. I, I hate it. I hate it a lot. That's just poor leadership. It, it is. That is exactly right. 
That is exactly right. Micromanagement is, is, is exactly that. It is poor leadership. And I'll tell you, if I'm ever in a position where I have managers underneath of me, which I don't know if I'll ever have that, but if I, if I am and I, I find that they're micromanaging, they, they will be called into my office. And if they can't stop it, they'll be terminated. Joe's I, like, no, that is not, I'm the micromanager around. I'm not micromanaging. <laughs> well, I'm I think it's the people that are doing the micromanaging. First of all, I think it's their lack of confidence in the fact that they could teach. That's possible, but it, then they shouldn't be doing that job. Right. It's they actually it's actually that. not that. It's their lack of confidence in their in their employees. What there has to be a a a position of trust between from the manager to the subordinate. And, you know, and I hate to use the term subordinate because well, it's technical. It, for yeah, but the management falls under you. I'll tell you, there's a management philosophy out there, management management training and management education, where subordinate really means subordinate human. Yeah. And and that's what you're exhibiting here, and that's what you're seeing in this in this micromanagement stuff is somebody who you know, who just doesn't view you as a person; they view you as a machine, and that's unacceptable. I just don't deal with that. I just no, I, you I, don't. I listen to these things, and it's foreign to me. I really am. I, I've work I've had I work. to deal with this. I've had yeah. to deal with this where a manager's coming over to me every ten minutes to tell me the next thing to do, and it's maddening. It's absolutely right. maddening, and it's not productive. Yeah, I can see that driving. And you Brittany crazy. is a hundred percent correct. It, it is you, you're good at the job. You're you're a thinking person. Do the work. And as the and my message to managers out there: if you're micromanaging, stop it. Start trusting your people. Here's the thing: if you can't trust your employees, there's something else going on here. Right. So then you know you give, for example, if they're not accomplishing the job the way they you want them to, you pull them aside. After, you know, not while they're doing the job. Right. I'd and say, not in front of anybody else. Right. Say, hey, I, I just want to make sure that we're on the same page with your responsibilities. Right. Or, you know, we're at something kind of like that. You know, be tactful. Like, listen, I maybe maybe I didn't teach you the correct way here and I need I need to do a better job. Right. And then it's it, it, if you do that a few times and they're still not getting it, guess what you can do? You can fire them. Right. If they're not that trustworthy, then you can get rid of them. But if it sounds like what Brittany's talking about, she's doing a good job. Right. Exactly. And she's just getting she still is having her boss. Right. Because down her the neck. boss doesn't trust her. Right. And that's actually not a bad employee, that's a bad boss. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Micromanagement is a sign of a poor leader, not uh, of a I poor agree hundred percent. I would say that micro because because if you ha, if you have an employee that you need to micromanage and you're a good manager you can't you can't tolerate that right exactly you, you can't but, use and that's that person. where the teaching part of your job comes in right and then if they're still either they're just they just don't care or whatever they they show poor work ethic whatever then you have recourse right but doing the job for them or telling them how to do their job every step of like the way months after you've trained them how to do their job first off. That's inefficient on your part. Absolutely. And second, now you're interfering with the efficiency of your employees. Yep. Agreed. All right. I wanted to give some shout outs to some some folks this week. I wanted to shout out to uh, Drew and Rob from Dudes with Brews on a Porch. They uh, they've mentioned our podcast and our promo code during their promo for PodCoin as well. Also, you should check out Two Girls on a Bench this week. I did some work uh, on the Bench Right Club. Uh, Lisa, you may want to check that out. Also, my opinions are featured on the Arguably Correct podcast this week. So thanks to Jay and Jeff. Check that out. Oh, I bet you love that. I, <laughs> oh, I'm on the Arguably Correct? Correct, you said? That's right. That's right. Joe's patting himself on the back pretty hard, too. And they both agree with me, actually. Which makes it that much better. <laughs> That's right. 
And finally, uh, check out the latest episode of the Delvin Cox Experience. Delvin has been doing a series on race in America, and this week he wrapped it up, I think. I think that was the last episode that he's going to do of it. I don't know. Maybe he'll have another one next week, but probably not. But he has a bunch of people on there of really uh, varying political views, and uh, somehow they managed to have a really civil and constructive discussion. Mm -mm. You know, why can't we do that? Wow, that's amazing. (laughs) That's good. That's amazing. It was a great podcast Great job, Delvin. Yeah, I appreciate that. You give all of us, you warm our hearts. Give us a little bit of hope. With your ability to mediate those discussions. That's, a, that's amazing. You he didn't do a lot of mediating. It was just They were just being nice to each other. Well, that's good. That it warms my heart that you were able to hold such a discussion. Yeah. Yeah, it's unheard of any day. It is. You have to you know, be quiet about your beliefs. It is. All right, everybody. That's the podcast for this week. Thanks for listening. Thanks to all of our new listeners and new subscribers on PodCoin. I hope that you're enjoying the podcast. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please be sure to share it with your friends. Also, it would help if you rate, subscribe, and review us wherever you can find us. And subscriptions are what help the most. Tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Follow Joe on Twitter at Things Joe Hates. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Things Joe Hates. Our email address is thingsjoehatespodcast at gmail.com. Links to all of these can be found on our website, thingsjoehates.com. Female voiceover is provided by Andrea Petrilli. Podcast artwork is by Susie Blake. I'm Nate Goodwin for Things Joe Hates.